0: Welcome to another episode of I'm Already Tired with your hosts, Heather and Katie. Whether you're starting your day with us or just finished the longest day of your life, take a deep breath and join us because we're already tired.
1: Welcome back to another episode of I'm Already Tired with your hosts, Heather and Katie. Hey guys, welcome back. Happy
0: Thursday. Woo-hoo-hoo. We hope you guys had a wonderful Valentine's Day and enjoyed our episode with Luke. I know yeah. we learned so much. Oh my
1: gosh. I felt like I took so many notes and I even listened to it with my mom in the car yeah. and she was like, I need to cut Luke a check because <laughs> it was very, I think it was yeah. helpful on a lot of different levels.
0: I know it was nice to listen back to because I was like, oh. Totally forgot he said that. Like, mm-hmm. definitely good
1: to hear things back. So, yeah.
0: If you haven't listened, make sure that's definitely one of the episodes you guys check out.
1: Yeah, definitely worthwhile. Yeah. Um, we are gonna get right into the drink of the day. I got to go up to Sonora over the weekend, and there is a local hard cider company up there that we had used for our wedding. They make really good ciders, and they had a special for Valentine's Day, and it's the Indigenous dipped chocolate, strawberry hard cider and it already sold out. So unfortunately, you can't get it again. Um they were selling it from Friday and then I think they sold out either by late Sunday or by Monday. Um but I snagged a bottle so Katie and I could drink some at home. Yeah, so
0: it is I actually when I first tasted it, I was like, "What is?" cuz it was before you told me it was the chocolate dipped strawberries. <laughs> I was like, what is that like? I can't put, but now that you tell me, that's exactly what it tastes like.
1: Oh, I know, it's so weird. Like, it definitely has like the nice. My dad's like, I can taste the chocolate notes. I'm like, Such cool. a professional cider yeah. taster he is. Oh, so good, and they're always gluten free and what? Yeah,
0: what ciders did you guys have at your wedding from them?
1: Um, I think I don't know if they had kegs yet. They've gotten a lot bigger since okay. we first um had tried them. I think we just had like six packs and stuff, but they have mm-hmm. a blackberry hard cider year round mm. and just a regular like apple, apple hard yeah. cider um, that we really like. The organic cider is kind of too crisp mm-hmm. for me. It doesn't have as much sugar, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the regular cider is pretty good and the blackberry is really tasty. So those are ones you can get year round. I know they have them in Sonora, but there's a couple stores that sell them. I'll have to check in and see. Because they have them in, like, the six packs, like the aluminum bottles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, yeah. So you can't
0: get the one we're drinking, but if you guys are looking for a weekend getaway, head up to Sonora, check out their ciders. Yes, indigeny is the name. Sonora is beautiful.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: All right. So we have a couple different topics for today, but let's kind of get started with our first topic of... So you have friends with kids. How how can you help your new parent friends? We're gonna have Heather kinda help us with this. Like what can we do for you guys to help? Don't forget about us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a great first start. Yes. I there's still feel- people. <laughs> I feel like that's hard, and we're kind of learning as Callie gets older, she was really easy when she was a newborn because mm-hmm. she'd sleep anywhere. Yeah. But now that we've kind of got her sleep trained, we try to be home at a reasonable time, mm-hmm. and by a reasonable time, I mean she goes to bed by 7.15. Yeah. Um, Which works great for her, and it gets her the best night's sleep, but it doesn't necessarily make for, like, great outings. Yeah. <laughs> it limits so. you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I think just kind of being flexible and and knowing that we're kind of going to be stuck at stipulations, so it just, please still come hang out yeah. with
0: us. <laughs> I know, I feel like that's always like, at least when like Eric wants to invite you guys somewhere, I'm like, okay, we have to do something early with them because Callie has to be home. Like when we watched Callie, when you guys went to the movies, mm-hmm. he had come over a little bit later and it was after I put Callie down and he was like so shocked that she was asleep already and he was just like, where, where'd where she go? And I was like, she's asleep and he's like "But it's only like 7 45 and I was like yeah her bedtime starts like 7 15 730. Mm-hmm. and he's like wow I thought babies like went to bed at like nine I was like that was when she was like little and yeah you just trekked her everywhere I was like but then little kids like need sleep times earlier than us so I know I think that's just yeah it was like a shock to him like oh that means we have to do things like early in the day kind yeah of
1: realization I know. And she's really good. I'm kind of – I'm still trying to get that navigated because even this weekend she was thrown off her nap schedule because normally the way that she is, she like wakes up by 6.45, 7 o'clock, and then she'll go down for her first nap by 9.30. Mm-hmm. And she normally sleeps from like 9.30 to 11.30. Mm-hmm. And then she's up again and she's back down by 2.30. Mm-hmm. And then she sleeps normally from 2.30 to 4.30. So like the way that we did the sleep training, it's a godsend because I can – be pretty sure that if i'm home during the day those are times where i can get, get stuff done. done yeah 100 yeah, percent. and it's been great but then you go out and like we're we were away this weekend with my parents and she didn't get her normal good naps and she still thankfully has been sleeping really good through the night mm-hmm. but it's always that really hard like weekends are fine and they're going to be different and i want her to be flexible mm-hmm. but at the same time i still want her to like get good rest and be a happy yeah. person
0: yeah so then, OK, in terms of that, like going away, like if people were to invite you to like go somewhere for the weekend,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like how how would you feel about that? Like, hey, we're going to like if we were like, you guys want to go to the cabin this weekend? Yeah. like kind of thing. Because I would feel like, oh, geez, like it's going to throw Callie off her like schedule, that kind of thing. So how would you how do you feel about people inviting you guys away for?
1: I think the we would still days? be up to it. The. The way that my family works, mm-hmm. I'm very much the, like, obviously, we're going with the flow. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so in my mind, I don't want to miss out on anything. So, <laughs> so I'll roll with it and do whatever. And even, like, this weekend, she was thrown off a little bit. Yeah. But it ended up, and for the most part, like, it was fine. She mm-hmm. never got too overtired. And we were in the car for a while. So she slept really good then mm-hmm. and, and all that. And, like, this weekend, we're going to Tahoe with Bud's dad. And his sister, and we're going to bring a pack and play, like, hopefully she'll nap in the afternoons. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to stop doing things mm-hmm. because of it, but I, I do kind of want to cater to her a little bit in a sense of, like, I know that that's what she needs to, like, grow and yeah, be a happy person. Yeah. <laughs> Because we know not Happy Callie, and she's not as fun. Now that she's screaming down, it's not as fun. Yeah, we still love her. But yeah, that was one thing this weekend. She has gotten to the point where she screeches for it's Like a banshee. Oh, 100%. And so she screeches. And my parents are very much like, shh, shh, shh. And I'm still, I'm like, it's new, so it's kind of funny.
0: Yeah, she's and learning her voice kind yeah, of thing. And I'm
1: kind of like, I don't want to make it so that she stops trying to talk like i don't want to hinder her learning to talk Mm -hmm. yeah so i i tell bud i'm like she yells at you yell back like (laughs) you know like promote her to keep talking and my mom's like and they realize that if you when she's screaming and Uh if you say puppies like the word puppies she stopped she she was papa Oh, my like, God, that's
0: so funny. She's yeah. not at my house.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. She's, like, starting to try and, like, talk. I'm assuming yeah. her, the girl's first word's going to be that's puppies, so most cute. likely. But it's just so funny. She, like, screeches. My mom, puppies. And she, <laughs> And you're like, Oh That's so cute. Yeah. Oh, my God. So there's a lot of
0: puppy talks to keep her from Just screaming. always bring out the pu I mean, if you did that to anyone, I think they'd
1: stop yeah. throwing a
0: fit. <laughs> Pretty funny, but...
1: It's just interesting to see.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) not forgetting you guys. Yeah. Don't forget us. And then in terms of like wanting to come over to hang out with you guys. Oh, come over. just uh, Always. Always. Okay.
1: Yeah. I think it's hard because she is flexible and it's easy enough to go places with her. But Mm like you've seen when you watch her on Tuesdays. There's so much crap. Oh yeah, that is involved with like bringing her over, especially now that she has a set nap time. Like mm-hmm. I have to bring the pack and play, and the sound machine, and the monitor, so that I can see her in a different room, mm-hmm. and like all the things. Yeah. So it's uh, it's kind of a, a hassle mm-hmm. to bring her, for an extended
0: period of time yeah. somewhere. So is it easier for you guys for people to come here to hang with you than you guys? go like to someone's house
1: providing that my house is clean and i don't feel <laughs> like i'm it's presentable a garbage person <laughs> and yeah i think it's definitely it's easier it's sometimes it's nice to get out of the house you know me i get stir crazy yeah i mean you so, work from home so you're here a mm-hmm. lot yeah so to be able to get out and about is definitely a good thing but in terms of like if it's later in the evening definitely coming to us because mm-hmm. we'll hang yeah but she's just in bed she's by just, 7:30, yeah she's just to be like, in the
0: other room mm-hmm. That's fine. um okay so then in terms of wanting to hang out with you guys like without baby how do you feel about that are people approaching that subject
1: um not really there have honestly been like a handful of times that mm-hmm. we've gone out without her um one of which being our friend's 30th and my mom watched her Mm -hmm. it was like a nighttime thing um and we went to the movies a couple times like one of the times you watched her one of the times my parents watched Mm -hmm. her but it was just hard like when my parents watched her they watched her at their house. Mm-hmm. So we then had to go pick her up. Bring her home. And then bring her home and get her ready for bed and yeah. all that. So I think we're at the stage now where if we go out, we actively need a babysitter to like come here. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Which is fine. I just, I never thought about that part where it's like, oh, okay, just come over and like watch TV at my house. Yeah. <laughs> and hang out because my kid's asleep and she should stay asleep and be fine. Yeah. But. You're not
0: required to do anything. You just need <laughs> I to I just need you to be here. present in case anything happens. Yeah. Yeah. So then, because you have quite, I mean, you have quite a few people who would be willing to like babysit for you and could do that.
1: Which is funny. I have a lot of people who would be willing. There aren't a lot of people that I would ask. Okay. So I feel like there's a very okay. fine, and I don't know why... Like I was telling, but the day that you came over and offered to watch her or like he called you and he Mm -hmm. was like, hey, Katie, we need a date night. Yeah. Like I was like, I felt so guilty because (laughs) it honestly, the only people that she has ever been left alone with Uh are my grandparents, my mom and you. Yeah. And and so I'm just like, oh, poor Katie gets stuck with her again. (laughs) Like, really? But it's just it's funny. I just feel bad but at the same time there's only so many people that I'm like okay you're capable like a peace of mind kind of thing yeah Yeah.
0: like she knows the drill with you kind of thing yeah Yeah. because
1: that's what that's always like one thing I
0: wondered like um because I know like my parents said like for like the first two years I was alive they're like we didn't go anywhere without you like Mm -hmm. and I think that was because I was such like a nervous Nelly like didn't like strangers kind of person so like I could imagine that's hard like leaving your kid when they're just like screaming bloody murder like
1: oh, don't leave
0: me you know kind of thing but I mean Callie's pretty like chill she'll, yeah. she'll hang with her but like I'm wondering what are your thoughts on asking parents to do things like just as a parents outing kind of thing adults only no kids in terms of if you don't know what their like babysitting situation is like should you ask them first before you're like hey we want to go to the movies with you guys or is it kind of like do you think people should just still ask and then let them know it's okay if they can't yeah i think still
1: ask because it's on us to figure out Mm -hmm. what we want to do with her you know but at the same time if you guys pick somebody else to go with just assuming that we wouldn't be able to I, i would be sad I'd be like, Oh Yeah, no, I that makes sense. Yeah. I think just like
0: from the non parent end it's like you don't wanna make it like seem like a a struggle or a hassle for like people to wanna hang out.
1: Yeah, but at the same time I don't wanna feel like I fell off the face of the earth because I had a kid. True. Very true. Like I love her to death and Mm -hmm. she's a huge part of our lives, but yeah, we're still
0: you're still people human beings who that enjoy need, interaction. Yeah, that need human connection other than scream. babies. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. good to know. Good mm-hmm. to know. Um, is there anything else you think your friends that don't have? I mean, a lot of your friends are having kids now, so they'll get they'll yeah. understand. But like,
1: we're in like a weird realm of. I have a lot of friends who like don't have kids, mm-hmm. and then a lot of. I'm trying to think. My cousins, two of my cousins, have kids. And then I have like four friends that are pregnant right now. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, like nobody really has kids yeah. just yet. So we're still, no, we have a friend that has kids, but we don't see them very often. Yeah. But it's one of those things. I feel like that was our lifestyle before.
0: True. It's like, not like it hasn't like drastically changed.
1: Yeah. I've always felt like, oh my gosh, we need to see you. We need to get together more. Like I feel like that my whole life. Yeah. You know, I just feel like things are so busy that mm-hmm. we never get the time to see the people that we enjoy seeing. And we're just very fortunate that we have a lot of people in our life that we want to see. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it doesn't mean it's easy to always get there. there. I feel like there's always somebody that's either getting left out or yeah, feeling like, man, we don't see you enough.
0: I mean, like- that's just that's just the luck of the draw with I feel like everyone's schedules mm-hmm. being kind of all over the place and...
1: Yeah, it's hard. Everyone's kind of
0: spread thin, especially, like, when you're not in the same location anymore. That makes it, like, 10 times harder, so. Definitely. You
1: know, location has a lot to do with that. Yeah.
0: And I wonder, too, like, I mean, even before you had Callie, we were all very, like, very much homebodies. Totally. Like, it's not like we were going out clubbing or, like, Mm -hmm. drinking.
1: No. Like, (laughs) I wasn't, I went out for my 21st birthday, on my actual 21st birthday, uh-huh. we went to, like, a tapenaki restaurant with my parents. It uh-huh. my parents and Bud and my brother. I didn't even get a drink. <laughs> Heather! I, I didn't... I was at the point... I was so young. I didn't know what I liked. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't want to get something just to get something and hate it. That's true. So I got nothing. And then... <laughs> Better decision. I went to Chico a month later to uh-huh. go visit Kendra and... We went to all the places. <laughs> Tried all the drinks. It was great. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. Uh, that made up for it. But I think I've only had like a handful of like go out and party kind of things. And it's never been like party. party. No. I've never been that person.
0: I think the craziest thing we did was like when we went to that wine tasting thing in the city mm-hmm. and you won that giant bottle of wine. Yeah. We were like drunk on the train coming that home. That was the
1: Vintners market. Like
0: It, <laughs> it was... was a classy event.
1: <laughs> it was a classy event. It wasn't there, a party. There we was got us. wine drunk.
0: Yeah. In the yeah. middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That <laughs> so was a struggle coming home. Definitely. But yeah, like those things were like so few and far between. So oh, I'm totally. wondering like, I feel like the transition to parent life in terms of like Your schedule for doing things yeah it isn't as drastic of a change I think as Mm -hmm. people our age that were like going out every Friday night or like traveling the world every other weekend like oh yeah you know I think it's I, I wonder I would be interested to like hear from those people who like either don't have kids and have friends that now do have kids like how drastically those relationships have changed because like me and Eric love just coming to your guys's house and like
1: I know watching
0: tv and like getting pizza and you know Which, Callie's asleep in the other room
1: yeah yeah I feel like that has a lot to do with like why our friendship is as like stable as yeah. it is because we do all the same thing true true um I've got a coworker. I was talking to her the other day her son will be a year next month Mm -hmm. and he's been on 10 planes oh my what I know it was crazy Jeez! I was thinking about it I was like oh you know I need to get out and see Caroline and like my thing at this point I'm like okay so you know I have to get out there but like do I bring Callie with me do I leave her home Mm -hmm. you know now all this stuff with like the flu is really bad this year Mm -hmm. and this whole like coronavirus thing I'm like I don't know if I want to the airport. yeah on a plane and then she's like oh yeah no he's been on like 10 planes and it's fine I'm like, do you ever buy him his own seat? Like, do you bring his car seat? Yeah, what does do you? that work? And she's like, no, he sits in your lap. He's free. And I'm like, OK, you're really chill about this. Am I How long are these flights, it? though? Uh, I know her husband has family in Chicago. Oh, that's, so. a, good, that's a good flight. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I don't, know. I don't know. I'm a worrier, though. Oh,
0: girl, you're talking so. to the queen of worrying. I get it. I know i mean but yeah i would i would have the same concerns and like even like you were saying earlier there's a lot of stuff that comes with babies like yeah just the thought of like having to cart that onto a plane oh 100 like i always it stresses me out watching like <laughs> we always see the parents that like went to hawaii and they brought like the five car seats and mm-hmm. like the booster seats and there's like 20 bags and they're trying to you know corral it all off of the luggage cart while the kids are trying to run away and you're like oh Let me help you. Like, do you need help? I can help. Like, so I I mean, that would be stressful enough just thinking of all the stuff you have to bring with them on a plane.
1: I know. It's funny because I work for my grandparents like basically all week. I just alternate between which grandparent I'm at. So Callie always has a diaper bag, a bag with all of her like food and snacks Mm -hmm. and a bag of toys, her pack and play, her stroller, like I cart stuff in and out every day. Yeah. And I've gotten really good at being able to carry it myself. And it's funny. I was telling my mom when we were leaving Sonora, she was trying to help me pack. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, Bud does this for me at home. And I understand that this is a problem that I have, not a problem that you guys have. Yeah. You're trying to help me, and it's stressing me out. <laughs>
0: and then you just stop.
1: <laughs> I know. Because she ends up, she was, like, putting things in, like, a reusable shop, like, mm-hmm. a random bag. And I'm like, that has a place. Yeah, it goes I here. know where that place is if you just let me do it myself. Yeah. And it's, it's hard because I know people are genuinely trying to be helpful. And I, it would probably make it easier on me. But at the same time, I will have that peace of mind knowing that, that you know I where for is. sure packed that thing Yeah. if I do it myself. Yeah. Whereas if, you know, and granted, all of the things could end up there. I just might not know where they are.
0: Yeah. But it's just, it's like a thing that makes me cringe. It's like one less thing you have to worry about
1: later down the line kind yeah. of thing. Yeah.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah. It's And I told her. And I was like, I know this is a me problem and not a you <laughs> problem, and you're trying to help, but I'm just letting you know this is how it makes me feel. And I just, I just need to do, like, I at least need to put it in the car so I yeah. can account for everything. <laughs> and she's good like, communication. Yeah, she's like, yeah, you should probably work on that, though, because I am just trying to help. I was like, Just okay. take the help, Heather. I was like, all right, I get it. I mean, I feel like when
0: she gets older and it's not stuff you're, like, drastically needing to grab for her, like, yeah. at a moment's notice, mm-hmm. I feel like you won't care as much no. because she won't need
1: so much, like, you know, oh, I dream you know of the days where I'm not gonna have to have like an entire backpack full of <laughs> yeah. things. Like, I here's your own backpack, you can carry it yourself. <laughs> all the wipes, and the change of clothes, yeah. and the diapers, and the pacifier wipes just in case it hits the floor, mm-hmm. and all of that. I'm like, oh, I
0: do say I have to, lo- or I have to say, I do love when I open up the little backpack and there's like options for clothes in there. I'm like, oh, oh my totally. god, she has so many outfits. Which one are we gonna wear today? <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Well, that happened to me today. I was
1: at my grandma's house, and she was in an outfit, and I had, like, just put her in her sleep sack, and she was getting ready to go down, and Mm -hmm. she, like, barfed all over everything. Oh, lovely. And I was like, see? This is my extra. I knew I was going to need another (laughs) pair of jammies, so not only does she have options for clothes in there, but there's always another pair of pajamas Mm -hmm. in there, and because she barfed on her sleep sack and her pajamas, so she couldn't wear her sleep sack because it needed to be washed. Of course, and it was a barf, not an erp, because we eat real food now. Mm. And it was chicken in a can. Ooh, that's fun coming up. <sighs> I'm pretty sure I'm never giving her canned chicken again because <laughs> it looks like freaking cat food. Oh. It smells like cat food.
0: Oh, no I'm like,
1: I'm I'm making all of your poultry from now on because this is <laughs> f- gross. I will cook it myself. It was gross. <laughs>
0: We'll see. Lesson learned with that, though. Yeah, good, good notice to everyone else. If you're going to attempt canned chicken, don't do it. Make your own poultry. Yeah, I get it, but it's just
1: like a funny pink. And then I'm sitting there, and I'm like, it's probably on the store shelf longer than you've been alive. Oh my like, god, ugh. I can't. I can't. Oh my god. Well. I know. And my grandma was funny. She's like, there's certain things that you erp up. And it's like, it doesn't smell that bad. She's like, this smelled that bad. It needed to go right into the wash. Yeah, this is not one of those things. I was like, (laughs) it smelled bad going in. I can't imagine it being better coming out. She is. No. Well, lesson learned. Yeah. No. No. Pack all the options. Understand that we need a freaking U-Haul when we go anywhere. Mm -hmm. I think that's. come to us. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's one of
0: the things we had to like. Get comfortable with is that you guys always have to take your car. Like, we can't all go in one car anymore somewhere. And, like, just being Mm -hmm. okay, because, like, I think Eric feels bad, like, us inviting you guys somewhere and then you have to drive. And I'm like, no, 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 they have to bring the stuffs. Like, Mm -hmm. the stuffs won't fit in our car with the people's and, like, yeah especially when you had the, like click in car seat cuz then it was like you had to have the base and then you'd mm-hmm. have to take the base out and then put it in and I was like it's just easier let them drive their car. So I think
1: yeah, it definitely is. That's it one thing. Definitely don't think twice about that. From somebody who's not a parent, like don't mm-hmm. for Eric, like don't feel bad about that cuz yeah. We need all the things. Like don't True. think twice about it. It's not
0: Plus I feel like with a kid then it's like god forbid anything happen. You guys it's have our fault. like yeah. yeah.
1: And you guys or you guys have like
0: a car to go somewhere like mm, if you mm-hmm. have to get somewhere you know with her or yeah you know
1: definitely easiest i know and our car is such a pain i feel like the back seat is so narrow you experience this <laughs> only one side has it so that you can get to the seat belt <laughs> only three people can sit in the car yeah we have Cali. a five person car but like <laughs> only two people can sit comfortably that and the way that the car seats position now Mm-hmm. The the front seats only recline back so far. Or yeah. not like recline, but like scoot back so far. Yeah, My yeah. legs are long ish. So I feel like I'm like stuffed yeah. up in the yeah. All the fun things that you don't think about. <laughs> I think yeah, I
0: think the biggest way, at least like coming from someone without kids, is just be willing to go with the flow. Like yeah. whatever your parent friends need. Just
1: Got to be able to change things, do whatever. Yeah, we need the giant diaper bags, but if you could keep the mini bottles in your purse to help us out yeah. when shit hits the fan. There you go. Just have like a little drink, had a yeah. drink of soda. You'll be good. Everything be will pan with out. there
0: the wine chilled for when it's needed. <laughs> yes. At all times. hmm Okay. So kind of going off that, I know I've talked to some people and one thing that really they would appreciate people not doing is giving unsolicited parenting advice. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> how do you, what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> I know certain people have the best of intentions when they start. I think it's one of those things, my mom has this saying where it's like, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like certain people can tell you something and you can hear it in their voice that they're they're saying it from a good place, they're sounding genuine, they're not saying it to be mean Mm -hmm. and then there's the people that well you know and (laughs) you know that there's that judgment behind it Uh that you're just like you stop now like (laughs) don't finish your sentence bother because I know whatever you say is going to be either degrading or like judgmental like I don't need your judgment I'm new at this Mm -hmm. like I'm trying to figure it out the best I can yeah yeah so yeah unsolicited advice uh,
0: yeah. like how do you feel getting advice from people that have had kids already versus people who
1: don't have kids if you don't have kids <laughs> don't talk to me it's interesting so and I mean that in the best way possible of I was 100% that person that was like I'm gonna make all of her baby food and she's not gonna watch tv and You know, I don't know what else I said. But then you get there and you're like, okay, it's not easy making all of her baby food. Yeah. Like, granted, if I was better at time management, which I aspire to be someday, I might get there. But at this point, you know those Costco applesauces that say they're organic? Mm. She can eat it and it is fine. Like, uh, what all the things that I would tell not parent me <laughs> way back when and be like pretty, pretty Callie Heather slow your roll like <laughs> see what happens when you get there because mm-hmm. it changes mm-hmm. kids change you and you're just doing the best you can yeah so for anybody who is not a parent pass no judgment on parents mm-hmm. you will see when you get there and if you don't ever get there that is fine but don't talk to them <laughs> they don't need it
0: you don't know they don't want it yeah so then I mean, that makes total sense. It's like, why? When are you telling me things you don't have experience with? Yeah. So then what about people that have had kids like your parents or, <laughs> you know, friends and family that have had kids either recently or, you know, it's been a while?
1: <sighs> I think it depends on who it is. Okay. I think if I have a closer relationship that with them, I am more willing to listen mm-hmm. and be understanding. Um. I'm trying to think of if I've had anybody recently. I think it's interesting because so many kids are so different. So mm-hmm. everybody has vastly different experiences. Yeah, that's like, true. Like the other day I was at my grandma's house and I was changing Callie and she does this thing where when she's pissed off, I'm sure you know, she stiff bodies. Oh my God. Yeah. A so little surfboard she, mm-hmm. Yeah <laughs> And it was funny Because my aunt was there And I don't think She thought anything of it She's like Oh god My kids never did that <laughs> like, And Thank I'm like you I'm like Cool She does it all the time Yeah <laughs> like, But I Like that was one of those Instances where I laughed it off I'm mm-hmm. like Yeah no That's This is her Like yeah. she does that When you're changing her When you're trying to put her In the car She's just
0: mm-hmm. Not
1: having it But at the same time She's nine months old yeah. She doesn't have the capacity to understand that what she's doing, she can't. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a way to put this. My dad does, he's like, well, you know, you can't act like that. She doesn't know that she can. <laughs> she's can't a act baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's one of those things where they're like, well, you don't want her to start acting. And I'm like, she doesn't know yet. Like, she doesn't have the capacity or the brain power to understand literally. When I get the emails about like, oh, you know, Callie's this old, this is what she should be doing. When it talks about discipline, we're at a point where you can't do anything. Yeah. Like, you can literally, you can say no and redirect them. Mm -hmm. So then they start understanding what no means. Yeah. But beyond that, consequences, like, they don't understand it. Yeah. So to sit there and be like, oh, well, she can't act that way. She doesn't know. She doesn't have the capacity to know. Like. It is what it is for right now. She's going to stiff body and that's fine. Yeah. It's it's a it's a very interesting
0: thing. Have you had because I know some people that have had problems with like people trying to interject like, well, this is how you should raise your child. Mm. Like based on the choices you guys are making, it's like, oh, well, I raised, you know, healthy, successful kids. So I think you guys should do this. Have you had any.
1: Issues with that? Not beyond my dad. And I don't think he knows what he's talking about. I'm pretty sure my mom did 90% of the work. (laughs) Like, (laughs) uh, I think we've been really fortunate in the fact that no one has kind of interjected in that way yet. That's good. Um, Because I don't think I would take well to it. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a mama bear when it comes to stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Rightfully so. I think in my mind, and my mom and I were just talking about this, I feel like there has been so much information Mm -hmm. that's accessible now. Yeah. Like that's why I'm a huge fan of taking cara babies, feeding littles, um, the book Happiest Baby on the Block. Like Mm -hmm. if I didn't have those resources, Mm -hmm. I don't know that I would be as secure of a parent. Yeah. But because there's so much information and there's so much access to information, yeah. I feel like I can do a better job based on other people's knowledge and research and mm-hmm. knowing you know different things yeah um, one of the things that I was I think I just talked to Callie's doctor about this last week um, people always assume that when babies start drooling they're teething
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I remember when Callie turned three months old she was drooling up a storm like she needed a bib on at all times mm-hmm. and everybody's like oh <laughs> she's teething she's teething like oh this is part of teething and mm-hmm. so any anytime she acted up Oh, it's because she's teething. <laughs> she didn't get her first tooth till she was six months old. Like, that had nothing to do with teething. Yeah. But people just assume. They're like, oh, well, you know, that that has to be why. Mm-hmm. I talked to her doctor, and she's like, it takes them like three days to break a tooth. <gasps> oh, like, for wow. it to, like, break through. She's like, she there shouldn't be any fussing. By the time you can feel the ridges, it's going to pop in, and that's teething. Mm-hmm. But everybody just assumes, and she's like their salivary glands develop at three months old that's why they drool like that oh good to know and i was like that is so (laughs) smart like what is everybody walking around being like oh they're teething yeah that is some bull yeah it's just interesting everybody wants to put in their like two cents cents, yeah and i
0: mean like you said there's so much information out there it's like Mm -hmm. i I always have to like stop myself because like even just reading like like apple newsfeed or whatever there's always that like section on parenting or whatever and so i'll read something i'm like oh and i was like no you don't why are you gonna tell heather this like she probably (laughs) already knows this she's a mom like just because you read it doesn't mean that's like a thing so but coming from you i don't think i'd be mad about it i'd be like oh, no way or like yeah "Yeah, no i
1: knew that you know it's yeah again i think it depends on who Who, you're talking to yeah
0: i think even outside of just like parenting stuff i think that holds true like Mm -hmm comments. Who you're getting information from very much. Yeah and it's like what your mom said like it's how you say it because I feel like a lot of times like when people give the unsolicited advice it's if they come at you like you know what you should do Mm -hmm. it's like whoa back up I should not do anything because you know (laughs) just because you said it kind of thing versus like hey you know I was reading this article have you heard about you know presenting Mm -hmm. it as like it's your choice not you're doing something wrong and
1: Yeah, kind of thing. It's interesting, especially. I feel like this kind of started in pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Is the and I I think we talked about this before it being a human condition. Like you want to share your experiences, Mm -hmm. where whether it's good, bad, or ugly, you're like, oh, you know, I went through this, so I know what it's like. Yeah, but every case is so vastly different. Every person is different. Every child is different. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much variety in it what works for one person might not work for another and i understand the sharing aspect it's just all in how you present it yeah i think
0: <sighs> yeah and i mean just the same thing happens i think you could say that with anything that happens in life mm-hmm. like with the whole job thing right now yeah everybody like I everyone sure everyone has their own opinion and comments on what i should be doing yep. um And there is. It's like some people present it better than others. It's like, you know, enjoy your time off while you have it. You know, here I'll I'll be looking out for you too kind of thing versus, Mm -hmm. you know, some people's approach are like, you should be doing this or you really should do this instead. Or like, why haven't you done this without even knowing
1: your process? Yeah. What 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 I have done or what I Mm -hmm. haven't done.
0: But that could be said, I feel like for any, any life event, like people Mm -hmm. make a choice in life and everyone has their own opinion on how they should have done it or you know gone about it differently or
1: yeah a lot of people make assumptions yeah like they assume that you don't know or Mm -hmm. you haven't heard or you know what have you but I think it's people need to just kind of sit back and be like hey how's this going do Mm -hmm. you have questions you know yeah totally some of my cousins have like given me great advice and a lot of the advice I think the advice that I've gotten the most is enjoy every minute yeah and so everybody talks about how fleeting it is and a lot of the times I'll like be looking through my Facebook group of like the moms and stuff and and people are like hold them a minute longer snuggle them for longer like All the different things because it goes by so fast. Mm -hmm. And so I think Bud and I have just been really trying to kind of soak it in because, yeah, the newborn stage sucked. But we're already (laughs) past it. Yeah, that's true. You know, she's going to be a year old in three months. Mm -hmm. And, like, right now she can crawl. She Mm -hmm. knows how to crawl. Yeah. She is lazier than... (laughs) She's like, well, this is good enough. I'll lay here. (laughs) If you put out your phone or a puff... (laughs) She'll find it. She'll get to it. (laughs) Somehow or another. (laughs) She has to have the right motivation. She's selective. She's a selective crawler. Yeah. But for me before, I'm like, oh, you know, well, she's this old and she isn't really crawling. I haven't had to 100% baby proof my house yet and like put up gates because she's a little more selective. (laughs) So I'm not going to be racing out there being like, rock, crawl, do all the things. Yeah. Because my cousin warned me. She's like, yeah, you know, it's great when you can set her down and she stays there. Yeah. That doesn't last for long. That's true. Once it happens,
0: you're, you're done so. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent.
1: So I think we're just actively trying to kind of be in the moment with it. Yeah. Because moments are going by fast and it already makes me sad. Like, she's not teeny tiny. I love who she is right now. Yeah. But it's crazy to think of how fast things have changed. Yeah. I mean, she's almost one. hmm
0: Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh, well keep enjoying keep enjoying those moments with her
1: yeah um
0: okay so a lot of people give unsolicited advice just in general depending Uh on even if you aren't asking for it but i feel like the biggest time people tend to give unsolicited well i don't know so that's the thing i don't know if it's considered solicited or unsolicited but when people are venting yeah like if you like me and eric have this issue Mm -hmm. so like you understand sometimes like I just need to come over and I need to like get it all out. Yeah. And I just need you to listen. Mm-hmm. And you understand that. Yeah. I've had to like me and Eric have had to have this conversation where he and he means well. He's trying to help. And so it's like I vent all these things and then immediately after or like he'll interject in the middle because he doesn't want to forget what he was going to say. And it'll be this advice of like well have you tried this? Did you think about it? Did you do this? And I'm like I don't actually want you to Give me advice on Mm -hmm. this. Like, I really just want you to be quiet and listen. And like, he's like, but like, you don't want me to say anything. I was like, no, not a word. Don't. I don't. He's like, even after I'm like, no, I don't. You don't need to. Yeah. You don't need to analyze anything. It's that simple. I literally just need you to sit there and let me bitch about it for like 10 minutes. Get it all out. And then we can move on with the day. And that's all I needed. Totally. But I think (laughs) so. Like with him, I understand he's coming from a good place. Mm hmm. But where is that line of knowing when someone's venting if they're asking you to respond and give advice versus I just need you to shut up and like listen to me and don't I don't actually want to hear your like feedback.
1: Yeah, I think that's hard. I think the people that you vent to are generally people you're closer to. You're not going to. Yeah. Uh, some people vent to strangers. <laughs> There are certain times where it's easier to tell somebody something when they have a no idea, no stake in the clinic. That's like, true. They are kind of more outside people. Yeah, they're not going to like take sides or anything. Yeah. But I feel like when you're talking to those, they don't know what the hell you're talking about anyway, so they don't give you advice. <laughs> they're just kind of sitting there.
0: They're like, oh, man, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think that's tricky because there are certain people that I would not vent to about stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's hard, but I understand what you mean. Like Bud definitely knows. He's one of those people that's really good. He'll let me just kind of like air Mm -hmm. it all out there. But I go home to my parents' house and I see, my like if my mom has a crummy day, the same thing happens where she'll talk. My dad, well, have Are you doing this? It's like, well, you just like, yeah. You don't work in a law office, like yeah, you you don't don't understand. I'm like, just sit there and listen. Yeah. it's funny we've had that conversation before with my mom, just being like, "Yeah, no, sometimes you just need to vent about things," and yeah,
0: that is not the person you vent
1: to because that's true. They're fix it people.
0: Yeah, that's true. They're fix it people, and I think I at least I've noticed for me when I vent, a lot of times I'm just venting about events that have happened or like the response I got because of something, mm-hmm. and. But I don't actually, like, go through the whole long story of, like, this is what I did and then I did this next and I did that next because that would just take too long. Like, no one wants to listen to that vent for, like, two hours. Mm -hmm. So I think the fix-it people, when I don't give them that information, they just assume, like, nothing has been done and I'm just, like, bitching about a situation that I've not tried at. And I think that's the hardest part is trying to explain to them because then I get frustrated after and like well did you try this maybe you should have done this instead it's like I did all of those things I just didn't say it in my story because that wasn't the part that I needed to vent about kind of thing so yeah I think it's like a weird pick your people yeah pick your people and like I also know like there's some people I can like completely vent everything to like you Mm -hmm. I can just like okay here we go like starting at the beginning kind of vent everything versus other people it's like you give the synopsis. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just going to vent about these two things because I feel like these other three things might be, like, too much or, mm-hmm. like, just giving them all of this vent. Like, they got other stuff. Kind of, like, they probably aren't going to care about me venting about X, Y, and Z
1: kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's tricky. Everybody everybody wants to chime in, though. Yeah. Not anything. I think it's it's hard. It's interesting. I've been trying... To more actively pay attention to Mm -hmm. what I say. I think having those experiences through pregnancy where people... I don't know. For whatever reason, it just clicked then that everybody wants to tell you their side. Yeah. So I've been trying a little bit harder to, like, actively be like, okay, is this person telling me this because this is what they're going through? Like, is me saying, oh, relating to you, Mm -hmm. is it helpful or... Is that detracting from you and trying to pull the focus on me? Yeah. Which is not what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to be relatable. It's a weird, like, people want to know that you understand, but everybody's going through different situations. Sometimes people don't want to be understood. They just want you to be like, oh, man, that really sucks.
0: Yeah, that's
1: true. You know.
0: It's interesting you bring it up that way because that's actually, like, what they taught us in school. Like, don't go up to a patient and, like, if they're like oh if they just had a stroke don't go up to them and be like my grandma had a stroke so I totally get what you're going through because you're like no you totally don't get what they're going through and so it's like but you also want to like let them know like this isn't like your first rodeo kind of thing like Mm
1: -hmm. you can
0: get where they're coming from without like taking away from their experience right and yeah I think that's a hard thing to do To take yourself out of the equation, yeah, because as people, you want to be like, well, it's okay. Like, I, I understand. I can help you, kind of thing. But at the same time, I feel like sometimes, yeah, people just want, like you said, just want to be heard. They don't want, they don't need you to tell them, like, oh, I, I totally get where you're coming from, kind of thing.
1: I think it's interesting too. There's certain people where I feel like it's allowed to kind of like when you start the conversation, be like, hey. I just need you to listen. Like yeah. I just need you to be here. Yeah. Um, and I think that's perfectly acceptable because you've set the person up for mm-hmm. what you're expecting to get out of it. Yeah. Uh, there's probably people that need that.
0: Yeah. I think it's kind of like kind of what Luke said last week where he was mm-hmm. like, when you tell your partner, like, hey, I'm going to tell you something and this is how I need you to react. Like just telling the right. person like, I'm going to tell you a lot of things right now. I need you to not like judge me on them and just listen to like right I, I don't I need, to need tell your you. solutions
1: I just need to tell you yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. I think that's a good way to good way to think about it yeah. I was just uh listening to Whitney Cummings podcast it's it's called uh, good for you mm-hmm. and she her co-host uh said something that like really resonated with me I was like oh that is genius and his name is Benton and it was uh listen twice as much as you talk, that's why we have two ears and one mouth. And I was like, that's a good thing to, like, always remember. Because, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I do feel like I'm the type of person that I have to stop myself where, like, I, I can actively listen. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, I want to help you. Like, let me help you. So it's like right. remembering just listen.
1: Mm-hmm. When they're
0: done, They they'll, they might ask you, like, what do you think? Then you chime in. Like, kind of don't just blab it all out after
1: yeah I feel like that's a very hard thing to do but you kind of need to yeah um some things have happened recently with my family where I've kind of tried to do that a little bit more actively Mm -hmm. like I'm realizing and it was funny I was just on the phone with my aunt and we were talking about that exact thing of like my grandmother is getting a little older um and and she doesn't necessarily listen mm-hmm. all the time. Like she's not an active listener, mm-hmm. I would say. And she never has been. But as she gets older, I think it's starting to make her worry that she's forgetting things. Mm, versus she wasn't just paying attention the first right, time. Right. She wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Because gotcha. she's doing that exact thing where she is trying to think of her response to what you're saying while you're still talking. So she's lost what you're saying and she's gotcha. thinking about what she's saying. Gotcha. You know, and so I have to tell her, and I, I mentioned to my dad today, I was like, you can't get frustrated with her for forgetting because she's not forgetting. Yeah. She's just not listening to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's in her own world trying to think about what she's going to say while you're still saying it. So it's just lost.
0: Yeah. So. My dad does that too, and mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's like he – heard the first part of what you're saying and he has a response to it so he needs to give it to you now before he, he forgets, like forgets yeah. what he was going to respond to but then it always like frustrates me because I'm like mm-hmm. I'm not done telling you like what I need to tell you and then I feel like then I feel like oh well you weren't even listening because I still had like x y and z to tell you and you only focused on this one part but yeah you have to like take a step back like you know it's not their fault because yeah they're just trying to I
1: think a lot of people help. do that yeah it was funny. I was talking to my brother, and he had said, I guess, something happened. Like, there was a few instances last week where my dad did that same thing. Oh, okay. Which he and my grandma both do yeah. the same thing. <laughs> and my brother was funny. He was like, yeah. He's like, so he interrupted me. He's like, so I stopped, and I looked at him, and I was like, okay, let me know when I can finish. Because mm-hmm. my brother was in the middle of a story, and my yeah. dad had to interject about what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, so I just told him to let me know when he was done so that I could finish what I was telling him. And I was like, dude, you just aged like 20 years right there. <laughs> Who you are know? you? I'm like, you're a genius. <laughs> you are an adult now. I know. I was like, I feel like you're officially an adult because that was just some like mind boggling stuff. That was so, I was like, I'm proud of you. Like, yeah. that was good. I was like, oh, let me know how that works out. <laughs> but I was like, oh, no, that's so good. Like, that was... A... Because it's true. There's certain people. Like, yeah. They're not doing it to be mean. But it also didn't make my dad be like, oh, sorry. I interrupt you. He didn't. He yeah. kept talking. Oh, yeah. You know. I think... But that's, like, another thing.
0: Like, you have to pick the people you're venting to. You also have to pick the people that you're willing to just be like, okay, say what you're going to say. I'll finish when you're done kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Versus the people you know are going to wait till you're done with your sentence and then tell you like right. something after and just kind of knowing that's that's who you're going to have the conversation with so be okay with the fact that you're going to get interrupted you're not going to and... finish your conversation mm-hmm. the way you thought it was going to go <laughs> so funny yeah uh. I, I, it's interesting because especially like kind of circling back to the social media talk we had a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago just like I feel like now people feel with social media that everyone can have an opinion on anything Mm -hmm. and so it's interesting because I wonder because I know people do that like on celebrities posts like they're like I don't know you but I have an opinion on what you posted and I'm gonna put in the comment section or whatever yeah um but I feel like that Ideal has now transitioned just to, like, everyday life.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, it
0: used to be, I feel like people would hide behind comments just on the internet. But now I feel like it's just become so much of the norm that it's, like, people just have this, like, I don't know if it's confidence or what to just... You the didn't ask nerve. me, but I'm going to tell
1: you kind of yeah <laughs> scenario. It's very interesting. I feel like especially... In the age of social media, I think that has played a huge role in it. Yeah. Like for example, um, I don't know if anybody had seen, but Ashley Graham just had a baby boy, Aww. and she's she's one of the plus size supermodels, mm-hmm. um, and she had posted a picture on her Instagram of her breastfeeding her son in public while drinking a latte, mm-hmm. and. The way that I had seen it was it got brought up on the Facebook group that I'm a part of that's Breastfeeding Moms That Make It Work. Mm-hmm. And everybody was just kind of appalled. They were like, oh, my God, this poor woman. Look at these comments.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there was a ton of screenshots of people being like, you're like, you might as well just put your boob on a plate and like all of these. <laughs> but honestly, like it, her, she ha- she didn't have a nursing cover. Yeah, she was just, just like, what else? This is happening. Right. Like, she didn't look like she had been made up. Her hair was slicked back. It was pulled back in a bun. She looked like she was just out grabbing a coffee. Yeah. For, like, breakfast or something. And for me, seeing that, I'm like, wow, she's so brave.
0: Yeah. That would be my first thought. Like, oh, man, I would never right? be brave enough to do that.
1: And I nursed Callie. Like, yeah, I got somebody that looked at me funny when she was under a cover. <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine not having one. And And for me, I'm like, wow, like. I wish it could just be that easy. But then you see all these comments of all these people and they have such negative things to say. Yeah. Which would be so hard. And it's like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Because there would be people on one side that are like, like if she had a bottle and was bottle feeding him. Oh, they they would shame her. You know, breast is best and you should be breastfeeding and this, that, and the other. Here she's breastfeeding and she's shamed (laughs) for that. How dare you? But it was interesting, like, seeing all the nasty comments. And then I had seen it. They reposted it on um, the account Peanut that I follow. Oh, uh uh-huh. That's all. account. Yeah, super cute. (laughs) It's good for uh, new moms. But they reposted it on that. And they were just like, powerhouse, Ashley Graham. Yeah. Out in public with her baby. And it's just so interesting how different people view different things. Yeah. But it's like... Well Well, there's no winning
0: No there's no winning And I'm I mean she's A very famous person Mm -hmm. So I Doubt that anyone That thought those things Seeing her would go up to her I mean I'm sure there are people around her That had those same thoughts But I don't think anyone would go up to her And be like Excuse me ma'am What are you doing Like put your boob away Mm -hmm. But I wonder I, I mean you hear about it all the time Like people go up to Not famous people And be like what are you doing Mm -hmm. like I'm trying to eat my lunch here and so it's it's Uh. just it's crazy to me that we're at a point in society where people feel like it's okay that to just go up and be like I don't this is what I think of you and I don't like it and I just need to tell you because it's like unless it's directly affecting them like in their day like, I don't understand why people yeah. feel it's OK that now they can give this unsolicited advice it's or comments okay. or like they just think that's just how the world works now.
1: Yeah, it's really sad that yeah. that's the way that people feel. But I just like it's if it, I'm never going to see you again in my life, <laughs> I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. This is affecting you for all of two minutes. Keep walking. Yeah. Like, like
0: don't don't look then. Yeah. Kind of I thing.
1: Just, it's so frustrating. I, there was another account I follow. Again, another mom. Um, <laughs> All the mom groups. I don't know if anybody follows Laura Cleary. Mm-hmm. She's funny. She was the one when the Snapchat filter with like the square jaw. Oh, huh. She, I forget what her, it was like Help Helen Smash or something. Ooh. I don't know. She was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, uh, sorry, there was a, issue with the software for a second um there was just a thing that she had screenshotted this one person on instagram that kept dming her she must be putting up like instagram stories she is a little boy Mm -hmm. and he he's got to be a couple months older than callie but he i guess was always in like jammies Mm -hmm. so like a onesie of sorts this woman posted so many times responding to her stories, being like oh my god Laura put him in clothes like he, can you put that child in an outfit why is he always in pajamas oh my god he's in pajamas under a jacket like it's still pajamas <laughs> it's like lady shut up
0: like, first of all, he doesn't know it's still pajamas. Like, he's a baby. It if doesn't he, matter.
1: If he's staying warm and it's functional for the exactly. parents, like, buzz off.
0: Less little human clothing to wash. Like, calm yeah. down.
1: Yeah. So it was funny. So she was the one that actually posted all the screenshots. Mm-hmm. And and it was one of those, like, like this is Tammy. Don't be a Tammy. <laughs> um. And it, it ended up, like, she had written her back and was like, hey, like, I'm so sorry that you feel this way, that you're so put off by the fact that my child is wearing something (laughs) specific. I'm sorry that it bothers you. I I hope, like, she was so nice. Yeah. This woman persisted to do it, like, a couple more times. And she's like, all right, keep you're blocked. Yeah. (laughs) I gave you a chance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You kept doing it. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things where, that is a stranger. You don't know this person. Reserve your judgment. Yeah. Like, even if you think it, don't say it. They exactly. don't need to know.
0: Like, I feel like when we were growing up, it was like, it was one of those things, like, just be like a normal person and, like, talk shit behind my back. Like, not to my <laughs> face. Wait till you get home. Pour a glass of wine and then talk all the shit you want. Like, yeah. but don't come up to me and say it, like, unless you want to start a fight. Like, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's a hard thing now because I, like, all the celebrity... Mm-hmm. Instagram stories that I watch Because <laughs> I love to live vicariously through them Yes um, They post a lot to, of times the same thing Like mm-hmm. these haters that are like You know commenting on their things and it's, it's It's yeah it's one of those things where It's like this is nothing it's not affecting Your life like everyone is happy And healthy mm-hmm. and like I don't Understand why me doing this one thing Or making this one choice like it No one got hurt in the process right Everything's fine you're okay so I Don't know why you're commenting on it And yeah, I just sometimes I see the post and it's like, do you have nothing better to do than to
1: comment comment to a perfect stranger who you don't know their life, the circumstances, anything like you feel like, you know, better. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. And
0: I think I think one thing like people forget is like, even though you're like, oh, I'm just one person. Like you don't know what kind of day that person's mm-hmm. had or like what else they have going on. And, you know, you may be that one comment that just like shatters them or like they may have right. had like the world's shittiest day and you come up and you're like, um, excuse me, like, you know, put your boob away. And they may have been struggling with like a million other things. And now it's just like they shut down, mm-hmm. like because they had the one time to feel confident enough to like just be a mom and do what they had to do right. kind of thing. So I think that's kind of. One thing that I, I just feel like people don't consider when they s- give their unsolicited advice or comments. On yeah. Things.
1: I wish it was the other way around. I wish I wish unsolicited advice was always positive. Yeah. You know, if you're going to give somebody advice or just give them a compliment. Yeah. Because that could honestly be the difference between somebody going home and crying in the shower. Yeah. Or, you know, I just always be nice. Yeah. At, being a parent is hard enough. Trying to figure it out in the first year, like be, whether you're a parent or anybody, nobody wants to be knocked down. Yeah, like you should just raise people up. Well, especially because it's like,
0: I mean, everyone has their own insecurities and yeah, negative thoughts going in their head. You know, all you're your day own
1: worst critic.
0: Yeah, and you know, a lot of times, you know, you think, oh, it's I'm the only one thinking this. It's all in my head until someone comes around and like. Brings to light something you've been like Breaking yourself down about mm-hmm. already So you're like th- now it's true Pe- Other people are saying it kind of thing Yeah so I think uh, It was the other day it was like National random act of kindness day And I was like yeah. that shouldn't be every day Why is this one day kind you of know. thing Because yeah like you said instead of, instead of unsolicited advice people Go give compliments Give an unsolicited compliment
1: Yes <laughs> Yes there's a one of I think I may have mentioned her on here before Daisy LA. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember she is a woman who used to work for like large screen printing companies for T-shirts and uh-huh. then she went and did her own thing. Um, she has a Make her Monday like every Monday is a make her Monday so her whole thing is like go give somebody a compliment hmm. or I th- I don't even know if she does it like sh- she posts and then she's like comment to one of your people and like make mm-hmm. her Monday and like tell her you know give her a compliment and mm-hmm. say something nice and not to quote Bambi but if you don't <laughs> have anything nice to say don't say anything at all it's true it's true and I think that goes not just with
0: advice but like comments too like if it's not gonna help someone let, don't even say it no <laughs> like that happened this past weekend or past weekend. yeah my cousin was in town mm-hmm. and we went to go have lunch with him and his daughter they're looking at colleges down here and <laughs> the course of course the like it was brought up like oh um you know he's looking for jobs and all that stuff and Mm -hmm. in the field. And he's like, oh, I, have you know, I went to a physical therapist once. They didn't do anything to me for me. Like it was so horrible. Like they couldn't figure it out. And then but I went to a chiropractor and oh, magic. I'm like, what? What good did that do telling me that? Like you, (laughs) you just finished saying, you know, I just finished. I'm just getting into the profession like and you're just ripping me down on how horrible it is and didn't help you. I'm like, what? Like what good did that do? You made it awkward.
1: Did that make you feel any better yeah, to like, say it? No. Were you able to relate to me any better? No.
0: Yeah. And then it was like, then I sit there and you're like, OK, you have two options right now. You can either argue with them about the topic or just be like, oh, that's nice. And I yeah. went with the, oh, that's nice. Because it, it's like at the end of the day, I'm like, you didn't do anything good with that comment. Nothing no. good came from that comment, mm-hmm. except that it made you feel good to say that now you feel better.
1: Great. But did it make you feel good, though? I feel like yeah, that's the I thing don't. that people have to ask themselves. Is it going to make you feel better to tear somebody else down? And I don't sure think... shit doesn't make me feel any better? I don't
0: think people stop to think about that. Really? Like, I think that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Is people just say it without thinking, oh, does, yeah. how, how is this helping me? Or that's them. That's true. It's just everyone's so, like, quick spitfire to be like, you know, word vomit. Ugh. But, Ugh. yeah. So, just... If people ask you for advice, give it to them. If, if they, they ask you for comments,
1: yeah. Feel free to share. If they're like, hey, what was your experience? It would yeah. be really helpful to me. If it's a close friend, feel free to share your experiences. Yeah. If it is not, zip it. Yeah. Just give them a compliment instead. Yeah. It was funny. Um, there's a friend that I have who she's a friend but like more of an acquaintance kind of friend and mm-hmm. i remember her ha- having posted on instagram an instagram story about an encounter that she had had at costco where mm-hmm. somebody came up and touched her daughter oh. a random <laughs> like excuse me what stranger are you doing sure <laughs> touched her daughter <sighs> and i remember thinking at the time like oh my god yeah. like what who in your right mind walks up Just to somebody touches and some touches baby. their baby <laughs> Like, but it was funny because tonight, Bud and I went to Costco and yeah. some guy approached me and Callie while we were standing waiting for uh. Bud to grab food. And he came up and he got close, but not too close. Yeah. And I, like the little hairs on the back yeah, of my like neck. were like, the baby. I'm like, how am I? Am I going to like football check him yeah. if he gets closer? Like, how do Quick I? Duck and roll. It was really weird. But he, he and he was just like, oh. Oh, she's she about seven months and mm-hmm. I was like nine and he's like oh she's just so pretty and I was like thank you and he's like oh just enjoy her and he walked away and I was like Whew, that was the best <laughs> that that could have gone yeah. because I was imagining all the ways in my head to like get between him and her yeah and what I was I was so thankful I'm like oh thank you thank you for just yeah. being a normal human being who said a nice thing and kept walking yeah because it just like all the like all the anxiety inside me yeah. i like if i could have visibly cringed i probably would have yeah because and it's sad boundaries. because you assume yeah like i 100 percent assumed the worst because people are terrible because
0: you have like, to in like general. no one respects boundaries anymore so you have to assume this person coming up to me is not gonna respect my boundaries so i mm-hmm. have to like protect Ascent my boundaries yeah. uh, if, if they're going there kind of
1: thing but
0: yeah. i mean i'm glad you guys had a good oh experience God, but thankfully. like i've seen that before like your friend like it's so uncomfortable people just go up and like that... they'll like
1: touch their hands and like they put their
0: hands in their mouth all the time yeah. what are you doing <laughs> they touch their hands or they'll like stroke their cheek or Ugh. something I'm, like excuse me do i know you does my baby know you like why are you touching them like yeah it
1: so <laughs> i'm the person that like I hand just... sanitized bud and i both like three times in costco yeah. Like, it's flu season, people. I'm not messing yeah. with this.
0: Yeah. Or when people come up and, like, touch your hair that you like, don't know, you're like, why are you, what, excuse me, what, and they're like, oh, it's so pretty, you're like, but look at it, don't touch it. I don't think I've ever had like, somebody do that to me. <laughs> I've had people do it when, like, like, I curl my hair, and that's especially when I don't want you to touch it, because now you're going to ruin the curl that's in my hair. You're
1: going to make it fall <laughs> don't out, Don't run your fingers it.
0: through it. And it's just like, what, are, hello? Yes, if something is pretty, look at it. I didn't say it feels good yeah so you know I I totally get that too but yeah that's the thing and Mm -hmm. I think boundaries respect people's boundaries they won't necessarily respect yours so be on guard but (laughs) try to respect (laughs) other people's boundaries do you have anything else you want to talk about in terms of unsolicited advice comments
1: stay in your lane
0: stay in your lane that's true if you're going to go in another lane put the blinker on first yeah don't just swerve don't on just over. Swerve. Yeah,
1: I think it I th- was Amy Schumer. I think she posted something really recently about stay in your lane. I think mm. I might be totally making this up, but she had, like shared her like she did a post with like IVF and all the things. Oh yeah, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see yeah, that. You yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, people just want to reserve judgment and like like you don't you don't need the comments. Yeah, it's it's un it's unnecessary.
0: Yeah, people are beating themselves up. You don't Mm -hmm. need to add to it.
1: I know. I even feel weird with people that I do know and like what's saying too much. True. You know, what do you want to hear? Yeah. So, especially for people you don't know, just can it. Yeah. Don't zip it. Don't say it. If you don't have anything nice to say, (laughs) don't don't say anything anything at all. all. True.
0: Listen twice as much as you talk. talk. Just remember that. Because you have two ears and (laughs) and one mouth i love that that was, was good. so funny today i was like oh my god this is my new saying i'm gonna say it to everybody um okay so let's close
1: out with our weekly what the fuck what the fuzz people um it is people in the grocery store with shopping carts <laughs> and the inability to maneuver them properly Oh my god! specifically we we're talking about costco yeah yeah that was your encounter mm-hmm. i love costco For the most part, their carts are pretty good. I have to say they don't always have like the squeaky wheel or for whatever reason, they do have better carts. They just have worse drivers.
0: Worse drivers. And it's interesting because the aisles are like three times as big as a normal aisle, yet people don't use the room properly when given the opportunity.
1: (laughs) No. And then they just like stand there and I very much fall Pray to that where i'm debating on something so mm-hmm. i just kind of aimlessly stand and stare yeah and then bud gets annoyed with me being He's like, like oh, you gotta move you're being one of those people get out of the way <laughs> uh, but this just happened as we had like one of our worst costco experiences where it wasn't there weren't a ton of people there it was like later in the day di- like i don't know six o'clock mm-hmm. on a weeknight yeah so you figure not many people are there yeah I felt like we had to maneuver so much more <laughs> because of the way that people were driving, or they yeah. were just aimless driving. I don't know if it was like that whole hump day, like brain freeze, or Everyone what. Just like it's a Wednesday, auto thing. mode. Yeah, everybody's just clueless, but it was very frustrating. Yeah, trying to get through the store. I have to say
0: that I, I, it's that and the people that like leave their cart in the middle of the aisle to go get something mm-hmm. I'm like just pull it pull it off to the side where you're going like yeah. you don't le- leave it in the middle and then oh, the one at Costco that gets me the most is the people that like <laughs> are walking by a sample cart and then immediately realize they want a sample and just like drop the cart stop. Yeah. and it's always in like this little small like what the smallest areas are in that like mm-hmm. middle section where it's already hard to get by and people will just literally leave their cart in the middle like I mean I get it I love the samples I will bum rush the sample tables too but I push the cart like out of the way yeah because a lot of times it's like you're pushing the cart and then you have to like wait for them to plate the little samples Mm -hmm. and put them out or wait in a line because it's a popular sample and (laughs) I always feel awkward because then I'm like I see the person that just left their cart and I'm like do I move their
1: cart? Because some people get angry if you try to like.
0: I know. But I'm like, it, but you left it there. Like, I need to get by. Excuse mm-hmm.
1: me. Yeah. It's a really awkward. <laughs> it's an awkward, awkward encounter. We could, and then today we had somebody like follow us. Bud's like, where's this lady going? I'm like, apparently wherever you're going. Because <laughs> she saw the stuff in our cart and liked what she saw. So <laughs> we didn't even have anything in our cart yet. <laughs> we were just like maneuvering around. I was like, lady, back up. You're making me feel so awkward. It's like those people in line that stand on right behind, behind you close. yes it's like you are not getting any closer to the checkout by <laughs> standing two <laughs> inches behind me you're freaking so, me out this is a Ooh. line
0: everyone moves the same amount mm-hmm. oh my god yeah. yeah the worst so if you're one of those close people back up please i don't Be- want to feel you breathing on the back of my neck no. if you're one of the cart people please thoughtfully navigate yeah. thoughtfully navigate move out of the way you know, if you're if you're going to grab something, take the cart with you because you're gonna have to put it in there anyway. Yeah. So it really just makes the no most sense. Yeah. <sighs> Weekly, what the fuck? <laughs> um, and then we do have some fun, exciting news. Woo woo. We have some merch. Ooh. ooh. Yeah. Ooh, Thanks ooh. to Heather's wonderful design skills. I mean,
1: it was <laughs> a team effort. <laughs>
0: She just pretty much shows a picture. She's like, do you like? I'm like, mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Uh-huh. That looks great. Yes, that you did wonderful. <laughs> so we have one and a half inch logo buttons. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Yes. Very cute. Um, and we have holographic stickers. Oh, my
0: God. They're super cute. They're like little cloud shapes. All the 90s vibes. Um, so we'll be posting pictures of those on our Instagram. So if you're not following us, go do that now.
1: Um. We're still trying to figure out sales, sales platforms. Yes. If you are interested and you just love us so much that you need to represent in either a sticker or a button form, please direct message us on Instagram. Yep. We will find a way to get it to you. Yep. Um, but we don't have the capacity right now for sales. Yeah. Like We're figuring, figuring a website. it out. Mm-hmm. So we'll make it
0: happen if you guys want it. Um, but yeah. We'll post them up on our Instagram. It's I'm Already Tired podcast on Instagram. We have some cool pics up there. You can also see what topics are coming up each week. So follow us on there.
1: Yep. I have to say I wore my sweatshirt with our logos on them to Mm -hmm. Callie's nine month checkup last week (laughs) and her doctor was like, oh my God, I love that. That's so funny because she just read the I'm Already Tired part. Yeah. And then there was another doctor that came in after and checked Callie out for something. And that, that lady also. She's like, yeah. oh my god, that's so funny. I love it. And I'm one of those people. I'm so awkward. I'm like, oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. And then there's Bud in the corner of the room. Yeah, that's her podcast. Like, <laughs> like it's tell not tell him about it. Yeah, he's like, promote <laughs> yourself. And I was like, I mean, I just got my logo endorsed by two pediatricians. <laughs> this is great. They think it's hilarious. So the medical community endorses us guys. Yeah. <laughs> Unknowingly. So.
0: Um, but yeah, so there's a picture actually of our sweatshirt on Instagram.
1: Yes, from the Valentine's Day episode, there's Katie holding a coffee mug. Yeah. She's in our sweatshirt.
0: So those are just sweatshirts we have. So we have we don't have for those for sale ourselves. yet. But we're starting with the buttons and the stickers. So if you guys like those and are interested in more stuff, let us know what kind of stuff you'd like. Yeah, we'll get those created. Ooh-hoo. But yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this week's discussion, mm-hmm. and we can't wait. guys come back next week have a great week y'all see ya bye
1: thanks for tuning in to another episode of i'm already tired don't forget to take care of yourself mentally physically and emotionally and check back in with us next week on any of your favorite podcasting platforms be sure to follow us on instagram at i'm already tired podcast and on twitter at underscore i'm already tired